Hello, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Access Potential Podcast. So we've got a great episode today going back to basics, looking at three key areas you really need to focus on or potentially check in on if you're in these early phases of your business or idea and feeling a little bit stuck or if you're a little bit... Before we kick off the episode, though, quick service announcement. Kicking off the new roundtable support calls. These are free once a month, we're getting together on Zoom. I'm creating a roundtable support call for small business owners. 2020 has been a marathon. It's been a bit of a slog for a lot of people. And so I'm setting up these calls to get people together to have some great conversation and to generate some thoughts and ideas as well. So the first topic is generating energy and inspiration in times of change. It is happening this Wednesday, 6.30 p.m., uh, on Zoom. Right now, the link is uh, in my Instagram profile, but I'll also put it through the daily blog emails once more. So jump over there and subscribe to that if you've missed it, and hopefully see you there. All right, let's jump into the episode. This is John Marsh, and you're listening to the Access Potential Podcast. So effectively today, we're going to look at three key areas that are really critical if you're early in your journey of starting out in business. Maybe it's a product, maybe it's a service. Uh, I work with a lot of people who have created businesses around the thing that they've loved, something they're passionate about, a lot of people in health and wellness space. And this early period is super key. And it can feel overwhelming for a lot of people because there's so much hype out there. There's so many different things you can sort of get stuck into and fall into. Uh, but really, at the at the root of it all, it's fairly simple, although not necessarily easy. And especially for some people, because some of the things, as you'll notice as we go through, don't necessarily come incredibly easy or maybe a little bit uncomfortable for some people as well or if, if nothing else, a little bit sticky or difficult to get used to right at the beginning. So from a, a business perspective, this early phase is effectively an emergence, right? It's an emergence of the business. The business doesn't exist. And then through this phase, the business structure, the business starts to exist. Now, it's really important to notice something, right? Business can only set itself up between two poles, right? Two entities, maybe it's two people, two groups, two organizations, and then a value flow between these two poles, okay? So if I have some bread and you're hungry for some toast, we can create a value flow. And this value flow can then set up business, right? So we basically at this root level, we need to understand that we don't just go, okay, we're going to start a business or we're going to do X, Y, Z. We need to see value flow first. Value flow creates structure, okay? So because of this, this first phase is going to feel messy because we don't have structure yet, right? There's nothing in existence. Nothing is there. So we've got this this sort of messy period, this messy phase where we're establishing this 
flow of value from the two different people or the two different groups or you to the people that you want to work with. Now, this phase isn't only messy, but it also takes a ton of energy, personal energy, right? And you're going to feel a lot of resistance. Uh, I often call this like a start-stop sort of feeling that a lot of people or behavior, start-stop behavior that we see a lot where somebody will start something and they'll go for a month or 30 days or whatever it is, uh, one workshop, whatever it might be, and then they'll stop and recoil. And this start-stop or this patchiness will sort of continue for a lot of people in this phase. And really, we need to understand that this is happening because to create this first value flow, to set something up here, to do something, takes energy. And most people come into this small business arena or into this place where they want to set up this business or this this exchange, this flow of value, already in an energetic deficit. You know, maybe they're tired of the job that they've already got or they're frustrated because they haven't gotten this business off the ground before, whatever it might be. Uh, or even if they're just living a normal life in the context of a lot of what's happening in 2020, a lot of people are simply in an energetic deficit. So we go, okay, cool, let's start this business. This is going to take more energy because it requires more energy to adapt and grow than it does just to persist in our day-to-day life, right? So people get caught out and then all of a sudden this lack of energy uh, means that we see the start-stop because the the little structure that we do get going, the little bit of progress, progress that we do start to see can collapse when we have these little lulls in personal energy. So that's a big thing. It's also important to understand that this emergence phase can last a while. It might be six months. It might be 12 months. It might be 18 months, right? And that's okay. And it's going to depend on the person. It's going to depend on, obviously, the idea, the service, uh, and also the context, like how much energy you're putting into this, how much time per week you're putting into this. So it's important not to compare, look at other people, or get frustrated if things aren't moving as quickly as you think they might or think they should. Uh, And then it's important just to come back to these basics that we'll cover today. Now, the final thing here is this whole period when you're going through this is unstable, right? It needs constant energy input. This means that it's not just a case of getting excited because you went to a business workshop or something like that and the presenter said you can turn your idea into your dreams and so you got ramped up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's a lot more than that. It needs a constant, consistent input of energy over a long time frame. So be aware of that, you know, if you're thinking that you're going to just do a little bit of work and then back away from it, uh, it will remain unstable perpetually because we need this input to set up the structure, to set up the consistent value flow, and then this can create the business. Uh, this early phase is also going to help you to get clear on a lot of different identity areas, right? Who who you are, who you're serving, what you're about, some of your values. You won't necessarily be super clear on all of these right before you start or before there's this flow of value. 
you might think you are, but the prob- the thing that happens is once you're in business, maybe you start work with working with a certain type of people or you're selling a certain type of product, you'll only get true feedback on how that's all sitting with you and with the audience once that value flow has happened. And you might need to change things up completely. So this early phase is about getting clear, right? This value flow is an important part of getting clear on what you're doing uh, before you move into the next phase. So it's important not to get too caught up on everything, right? If you're not exactly sure on certain things, um, that's okay. You're using this value exchange or this flow to get clear on things as well. What works, what doesn't work. So let's get stuck in, right? There's, there's three key phases or three key areas rather in this early phase that we're going to look at today. To make it really simple, they all start with C, okay? All of these phases or pillars or areas start with C and they're all nice and simple, right? So we're just going to break this down. Uh, the, the three areas, I'll give a quick sort of headline of each and then we'll break each one down and show how they fit together uh, with a couple of cues to look at in terms of reflecting in on what you're doing. So first one is community. Okay, second one is content. Third one is conversations. Now, if you imagine sort of three different boxes, I guess, one for a box for each area, let's put sort of two boxes over to the left, community and content. And then over to the right, let's put the other box of conversations. Okay, and we'll, we'll explore how they fit together. So we're going to dive into community first. And this is really, really key. If we think back to the old school pre-internet, this this made total sense. This is the only thing that really mattered was building trust within a community. Now, today, it's exactly the same. Community involvement is extremely important. It's effectively a non-negotiable. So, one, of course, th- this community is going to be a potentially a traffic source. You know, a lot of people like to think about things in terms of traffic. But to be totally honest, at, a, at the root level, the community is key for you to build relationships. Okay, the community, a community that shares a similar set of beliefs or similar passion or interest that you can get involved in is key for you to build relationships. Will it be one community? Maybe. Will it be a few? Sure. Whatever's going to work best for you, getting involved into different communities, both online and offline, is essential. So when we look at this concept of building relationships, because I talk a lot about this and I do understand that this is not a cut and dry or simple or necessarily easy task for a lot of people, right? So we'll dive into a little bit. Uh, the, the relationship, when we think about business, business, you know, we talked about at the beginning, it's between two poles of value. So this tells us that business can't exist in isolation. You know, business has to exist in relationship because relationship, the relating between two people sets up the opportunity for a value exchange for two people. So relationships 
face, uh, create the base of business. And when we think about a community, it's going to allow us to do a couple of key things in terms of this relationship. Mainly, it's going, well, in a big way, it's going to allow us to see and, and listen, right? And really understand and cultivate empathy for the people we want to serve. When I say see, we're talking about seeing italics, right? We're not just talking about go through and look at everybody. We're talking about really identifying the opportunities that exist here and getting clarity around how your service or product may help really solve a problem for these people or some of the people in this community in a new, interesting, simple, or exciting way, right? Something different, something a little bit new for these people. This is seeing, right? You might notice maybe you're a physiotherapist, you're involved in a community. You see someone with a little bit of a limp or a little bit of a niggle around the elbow. This is seeing, right? They, they walk past you, but you notice something a little bit different, a little bit deeper because you're paying attention. This allows you to create conversation and build relationships. We're going to talk about conversations later. So this is number one. Are you active in communities? The little cue here is to get a piece of paper out, write down the communities that you're surrounded by online and offline it could be facebook groups it could be uh you know it could be the bowling club it could be a golf club it could be a gym whatever it is a design group and then next to each community or some of the top three or four uh, allocate how much energy and, and intent you feel you're putting into these communities and be ruthlessly honest here with yourself i'm putting in a 10 out of 10 I'm showing up in this community daily, uh, whatever that community is, or yeah, I'm there once in a while. This needs to be high. Okay, this is this is free for you to do this, uh, and it needs to be high because we need relationship for the formation or the structure of the business to exist. Okay, number two is content. So content, I've, I've talked a little bit about content over some previous episodes and a lot of people love content. I, I think content is great. It's a great vehicle for communicating with the people we want to reach or serve. It's a requirement for sure in 2020. However, it is not a standalone. Okay, it is not a standalone, particularly if you're, I mean, maybe it's a standalone for some businesses. If you're in health and wellness, you've got a face-to-face nature of your business or you've got a cafe or you've got you know a florist whatever it really is content is not typically a standalone this means it needs to be something that's alongside community which is why we put that box over to the left next to community remember so content what does it allow us to do what are we talking about here we're talking about using the internet to help you distribute assertions thoughts beliefs points of view, uh, conversations, entertainment, different forms of value, right, for the people you want to work with. So you could do this on social media, you could do this on a blog, you could do this on a monthly newsletter to the industry, you could do this on a weekly email to the people that you've already worked with or even starting out with friends and family, right? But this allows you once again to share these thoughts and ideas, context around what you're up to, share little stories, and from here, build relationships. 
Another one which is key is it allows you to document your work. What are you working on at the moment? What's something exciting? What's a project that you've got happening? This documentation of your work allows people to start to engage in your journey and build trust with you. So this is a big one that comes up for a lot of people who are starting out because they don't necessarily have tons of experience in their niche or market or industry. And so documenting your work can be a really great way to sort of build trust and share the journey. There's a great book by an author, his name is Austin Cleon, and the book is called Share Your Work. Maybe it's Show Your Work. It's Show Your Work. And he talks about this concept, right? So it could be, you know, once a day, once every couple of days, sharing something around what you're working on. And this is not the finished product, and that's great because this allows us to come along for the journey, and it's basically as though you're telling the story of what's happening uh, in your little journey and in your life or in your business as you set things up. Now, in the Access Potential Academy program, right now we're actually running a content sprint. So we go through some frameworks to teach people how to do this through storytelling, contextual content, and educational content and kind of talk about the different types of value that we can bring. Uh, we've got a little framework. It's basically sets up your first 10 posts. Having said all this, if you're brand new, I would basically say to start out by literally learning to use these platforms, whatever you choose, whether it's a blog, email, whatever, and just shoot for three, you know, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Share something that's a little bit educational, share something that's a little bit contextual, maybe a little bit of a story about something you've learned or a mentor or something of that nature. Keep it nice and simple and all you're doing is starting to get used to this, allowing your nervous system to adapt to the creation of the content and exposing your own assertions out there to the world because this is not something that's easy for really anyone that I've met at the beginning. This needs to be trained at the nervous system level. We need to learn to relax into this using content as a form of communication to the audience. Now, we're going to go to the last one and we're going to show how this ties in. So the last one is conversations. Now, the purpose of the first two, community and content, is really to set up this third one here. Okay, you need to be creating conversations in order to create value flow, okay? And this is, if you're in service face-to-face -face or any of these types of businesses, health and wellness, any of this, we need at the early, we need conversations, okay? There's a bunch of different reasons. Firstly, if you're starting out, you don't have a big enough audience to try to sell, or big enough brand to try to sell something passively, you know, by just, putting up a notice that this is available and hoping somebody buys, it's just not going to work. There's not enough trust in the system or in your sort of audience and whole process yet. And there, there shouldn't be trust because you haven't created the value flow yet. You haven't created any structure. Nobody's seen the transformation or nobody's gone through the transformation. So we need conversations. Conversations allow us to do a couple of key things. One, they allow us to ask questions. Two, they allow us to solve problems. Three, they allow us to offer the service. Okay, so 
Let's go back to the other two. Community, building relationships within a community. This, these relationships allow us to create conversations. In the conversation, we get to sit down with somebody. Maybe it's half an hour, maybe it's an hour, and literally ask questions about what it is that they're going through, help them solve the problem, bringing value within the context of the conversation itself, and then offering the service, right? Content, let's have a look here, same thing. The content allows us to create content and share our thoughts, but also to engage on other people's content. From here, we can create conversations. When we create conversations, we again get to sit down with the person, ask them some questions about how they're going, what's happening, what are the challenges that they're seeing, where do they want to go, help them solve the problems there during the conversation, finally offering the service. Now, this conversations thing, right, it's very, it's very close to sales, and in essence, it really is uh, a sale. Another way to really think about that, though, is that if you're getting stuck on this conversation part is, when you think about the service that you have, you know, would you say that your service is for good? Would you say that if, if more people adopted your service, things would be better? And my bet is that that's a yes. Most of the people who listen to this or most of the people that I talk to, uh, you know, you guys all have amazing talents, amazing uh, desire to create positive change. And so if this is the case, it's really your role to set up as many of these conversations as you can and invite people to see if they want to go deeper with you because the change that you're create, looking to create is very positive and it's the change that we really need in the culture. So effectively, you have a responsibility to be involved in community, to create some of this content, to set up these conversations, create conversations in order to create clients effectively, in order to offer your service. So as you can see, the two on the left side, community and content, feed directly into conversations. Now, on the, con on the community, we talked about writing down the different communities that are around you, figuring out, you know, out of 10, how much energy, how much intent am I putting into these communities? Number two, we talked about content. Am I putting up, you know, three, four, five posts a day on different mediums, or at least do I have one way of communicating with the people I want to serve? And three, am I setting up conversations consistently, right? Am I creating these conversations? What does that look like? Well, it, leads, it looks like I need to invite people that I speak to across those other two platforms to have this conversation, you know, so say I'm involved in a community, I'm, I'm talking to somebody, Barry, hey, Barry, this sounds really interesting. I'd love to sit down and find out more about this sore elbow that you've told me about. Cool. How about next, next Thursday? Uh, you know, he'll probably want to do it over coffee, something like that. To be honest, I try to keep things very clear and separate. I would say something like, you know, uh, I don't do copies for this kind of thing. Uh, it allows me to help you out more powerfully if I actually met you at my studio or at a certain place, uh, at the office, whatever it might be, and we can get really clear on what's behind this elbow pain that you're feeling. Sit down with them and basically see if there's a fit for you, right? If that's If that fixing elbows is the thing that you do. So it doesn't really matter on 
what you're uh, looking to create in terms of a value exchange, what your service is, these conversations are really critical for that early part of setting up the business structure because it's going to set up these this value flow. Okay, community content conversations, go through and ruthlessly assess how you're going in each one. Where needs work? Do you need help in approaching communities? Do you need help in setting up those initial, you know, making friends, talking to people in the communities? Do you need help with creating content and setting up a structure around that? Do you need help with inviting people into conversations? Where Where is the missing link? Where do you need to work? And then this is basically a simple reflection because it allows you to double down in this emergence phase this emergent phase of your business so in this early emergent phase you don't need a lot of structure in the business you don't need a big fancy website you don't need you know business cards and professional photos and brand packages and logos and all this you can get them you can get all of this stuff for sure and it will make you feel better it's just that you don't need them okay in this phase, you're literally establishing a value flow. You're starting to help people uh, and you're getting clearer on your identity where you stand. This value flow helps you to create structure, not the other way around. You might help four or five people, start to see a little bit of traction, say, yep, this is working well. I think there's something here. There's a little bit of a market fit here. Okay, cool. I'm going to get a basic brand package done. Or I'm going to go get a one-page website built. I'm going to build it myself, whatever it is, like you keep things lean and you focus on the three and you can, you can actually build significant income just from these three without even having a website with some of these other structures that people really love to dive into right at the beginning. Now, if you're in, if you're listening to this and you're in this first phase, it's going to feel tough right? It's going to feel tough. We've talked about this at the start, a lot of start, stop. It'll feel like the world's against you. It'll feel like things aren't working. You got to think, of course it will though, because there's no structure yet. It doesn't exist, right? You're, you're emerging out of this. It's, so it's going to, it has to feel this way. Now, having said that, it doesn't actually require too much capacity. It requires a consistent level of energy, and really doing this this work, but it doesn't require too much capacity, say, for exposure, because you don't actually have a big audience. You're only talking to a few people. So if something doesn't go well, or someone doesn't like what you say, something like that, no big deal, really. You're just kind of looking to work with these first few, the first handful of clients, uh, and get this, this momentum or get the ball rolling. So one way to kind of think about it is like little sprints, you know, put a, a sheet up on your wall or on your fridge around community with your action items and the specific communities you're involved in, content with the content you're looking to create to start to get that ball rolling and then the conversations and how many conversations you're looking to create each week and basically think about like little sprints, check it out on Monday, go, okay, cool, this is my goals for the week, this is my actions for the week. Uh, when I have these conversations, I'm going to finish them by offering my service. This is what I'm looking to charge for the base level of my service or the value that I can create right now and kind of sprint, right? Just go, you know, go, go, go. And then rest when you need to, 
you know, regroup over the weekend, what worked, what didn't work. Okay, cool. Am I on track? Where do I need more accountability? And this is going to allow you to create these conversations, uh, get more comfortable in community, get more consistent with your content and start to build a little bit of an audience, right? Build these relationships, build a little bit of brand. Brand is reputation. So start to build a little bit of brand and reputation and get clearer on where you want to go into the next phase. Uh, and really see, of course, if there's uh, some level of market fit. Now, this this concept, uh, it should feel, if, if most people are like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, this, is, this sounds great, but there's a lot of other people around you doing similar things, that can feel like a bit of a, sometimes that can be a bit of a false positive uh, with these things. So what I'm getting at is if you if you feel a little bit of resistance, you talk to different people and they're not sure about what you're doing uh, and they don't really get it, it doesn't mean that there's not a market fit. It just means that you either A, are innovating and something you're, you're doing isn't going to make sense to most people because most people aren't early adopters or B, you just need to talk to other people. It might not be for the people that you're speaking to, you might need to look at what communities you're involved in and see, look around before you decide if there's a, a viable audience for what it is that you want to do. So don't be discouraged straight off the bat if things aren't working. Uh, just keep keep checking the three and seeing, asking questions. Do I need to talk to different people uh, or do I need to tweak the idea? Uh, from... Here, of course, we move into the next phase, which is differentiation. And differentiation, of course, is going to bring a lot more exposure, a lot more capacity is required at the nervous system level because here you're stand, you're putting your, your flag in the sand, right? You're standing, you're standing strong and saying, this is, this is now who I am. This is what I'm for. This is what I'm not for. These are the people that I want to serve. Uh, and this is what I believe. These are my assertions. This requires more capacity. It's a lot easier for people to blend into the crowd, do what's working for other people. But the problem is that doesn't typically end up working too well in the long time frame. So the, the phase we talked about was the emergent phase, the setting up of the initial business structure, creating value flow. This is critical. If you're sitting there, you've done a few different courses, you've got an idea, whatever it is, you need to go through this phase. Uh, and then you also need to go through the differentiation phase as well. And we'll talk about that on another episode. And we'll leave this one here for now. So that's it. The three key areas that you need to, you know, circle back and check in on or focus on if you're in the early emergent phase of your business or idea, community content, creating conversations, nice and simple, not necessarily easy. If you do have questions on it or you're stuck, on one of these, send me a quick email. Let me know what you're thinking. John at johntmarsh.com. Always love to hear from you and hear your feedback. That's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one.